we are in the second week of Advent, and in this second week we are um, recognizing and acknowledging the peace that we look forward to, the peace in Christ, a peace that we are invited to live with even today as we wait. And that's a hard thing to do. I mean, I'm not good at waiting. I never have been. That's probably why I was never able to embrace fishing or hunting. I just don't have the patience. I don't like waiting in lines. I don't like going to restaurants and getting on a list and waiting for an hour and a half to spend money. don't like doing it. I don't like going to amusement parks so I can stand in line all day. I find no amusement in that. But sometimes we have to wait. And sometimes we wait for really good things, for relief. But we wait with a sense of anxiety and with nervousness or even fear because the future, even what we're waiting for, when, it, when we think we know what's coming, there's still just a bite of the unknown because we can't fully know the future. And so we live with this kind of, this welling up of anxiety. And the church in our calendar embraces this and says, we're not going to jump from Christ the King Sunday to Christmas. We need a season of waiting and preparation. We need to wait. We need to prepare ourselves for the coming of Christ, this, this child King. And also we need to think about the Christ that is returning, what we call the parousia. And we've been waiting, and we've been waiting, and we've been waiting for 2,000 years. Now the first church, that early church, that first generation of believers, believed that Jesus Christ was born, he lived, he died, and he was resurrected, and would come again within their lifetime, within that generation. And when that didn't happen... Well, you can imagine the anxiety and the fear that was rising up in these Christian communities, faith communities. They began to question, what are we waiting for? What about this promise? And then some teachers kind of got into the, into the congregations and some false teachers began to say, well, he's not coming back. It's obvious. It's, it's, we've seen the apostles die. The generation has passed. He's not coming back. And then we have in Peter, when Peter writes his second letter, he says in chapter 3 of 2 Peter, I'm writing to you a second time. Because the first time he wrote, it was about persecution from the outside, the external forces and dangers. This time he writes again because of the internal dangers and the forces that were living inside that community. These false teachers who were saying, he's not coming back. These, these he called scoffers. They're scoffing at the notion, at the promise that Jesus Christ was coming back. And he says, this is dangerous. Because without the return of Jesus, we have no future. We have no hope. And what is the point of all this? If it's just all going to end and nothing happens, what is the point of our faithful life together? Why are we even gathered as a church? He goes on in chapter 3, and he tells this, these congregations, and he tells us, 
2,000 years later. A thousand years is like a day to God. And a day to God is like a thousand years. Because Peter understood what he didn't understand. He knew that he could not grasp. He couldn't fathom. He couldn't hold. He couldn't map out the timeline of God. Because God transcends our time. God doesn't live in linear time. God doesn't live by chronology. But we do. And Peter says, maybe we need to think about this differently. Maybe it's not a slowness. Maybe it's not a slowness of God. Maybe this is the patience of God to allow us to be repentant. To allow us to find the relationship of peace with God and to live that out. So maybe it's not so much that we're waiting for God as God is waiting for us. And if that's the case, then what a gracious God we have. Because God wants all of us to be in this relationship that is about peace. It's about wholeness. It's about being made complete. It's a peace that the world can't provide. It's a peace that we fully can't understand. But it's a gift from God that allows us to wait. Even when we don't like it. It allows us to wait and persevere. So that we will find when, God, when Christ returns and the kingdom is fully revealed and the, the peace of Christ is fully realized, we will be found at peace to embrace the peace of Christ. Now that's a future. And that's what Advent's about. One of the things that Advent is about. It's about waiting and preparing. We wait in a peace and we wait with a, with a peace. For a peace that is being to be fully realized when Christ returns. Thanks be to God for his grace. Thanks be to God for God's patience with each and every one of us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.